Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, Blessed and Free 63 family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a word of prayer and then we'll see where God takes us from here. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a new day, Father God. Some we're having a new day, some are coming to the end of a day. But Father God, whatever time zone we may be in, Father God, we know that there's no distance, there's no distance in the spirit so we can hear we can hear the word that you are speaking to us, whatever time it may be. So, Father God, we thank you for our families. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for watching over us. We thank you for guiding. We thank you for protecting us. We thank you for helping us to walk in the newness of life, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of every good thing in our life, Father God. We pray for our families, our loved ones, Father God. We pray that your goodness and mercy will prevail continually in our life. And whatever day has been stolen from us, it will be returned. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And the word is, don't let the, don't let the devil steal your inheritance. I understand why the devil doesn't like um, Christians praying. And because he knows that God God releases revelation to us in prayers. I was in a prayer I was in a prayer group praying. Well, actually on Zoom praying. When something was read from 2 Samuel concerning David being given a breakthrough over his enemies the Philistines, and our prayer was for God to give us our breakthrough and everything that was stolen from us to be returned. It brought back to mind something that had been stolen from me and I was prepared to make to make the enemy keep it. I had said, I put it in the hands of the, the righteous judge who, all, who also happens to be my father and he will deal with it all in the right time. And sometimes we say this when, when um, we're battle weary, you know, and we, and we get fed up of certain battles and we just say, I'll put it in the hands of God. And that's because that we we feel that we can't fight it anymore. And these are the times when we give we we give give away our inherit our inheritance. Yeah, we give it away. And unless God doesn't turn up and like give us a revelation, we we um we let the devil steal what belongs to us. And God doesn't want us to give away our inheritance. If something rightfully belongs to us, God expects us to fight for it. And he will will remind us of what needs to be reminded of at the right time. Because I know the other day I was listening to um, a Bible study and he was speaking about the Holy Spirit. And what he what he was saying is that we've already been programmed with with um, what God wants for our life, and that's why sometimes you have deja vu's that you that you show that um, you've been there before, because all God does is awaken that inside us that that we're that we're able to walk it out, and. God doesn't want us to give up what is ours. And if we pray, he will direct, he will direct us. 
because he spoke to, he spoke to my heart while I was on the Zoom. And he said, ask the prayer group to pray for that your inheritance at the enemy's store will be returned to you in Jesus' name. And I did. And God has given me this word for all of us. Don't, don't allow the devil to steal what God has given you. Sometimes, sometimes it's relationships. Sometimes it's houses, it's land. Sometimes it's your peace. Sometimes it's your hope. Whatever, whatever it is. Sometimes it's your finances. Sometimes it's your health. Sometimes it's your marriage. But whatever, if, whatever it is. From you know that. God has directed you. Fight for it. And let Psalms. Sorry. Let Proverbs 3, 5 lead you into every battle to take back what you know is rightfully yours. Because the devil is looking to steal. And when I when I ask for when I ask for prayer concerning that, that what was stolen. It was said that somebody else has also had this stolen from them as well. So the devil just goes round. Encouraging people to steal other people's belongings. That's, that's, that's what he does. And he, he frustrates us. He frustrates us into giving up. And sometimes. Because. We, we don't we don't have the, the people that sometimes you don't have the people that will come in agreement with you on it. Sometimes there's people that will encourage you to say, yeah, forget it. Don't don't bother. Yeah, it's this and that, you know, and it, sometimes if it was there, if the, if that inheritance was theirs or somebody that they or somebody that they wanted <laughs> to get it. They, they they would fight for it. They wouldn't tell them to forget about it. They they, they would fight. Because they say, they'd say, if that's yours, you should have it. Because this brings to mind, <laughs> this brings to mind, when I was listening to um, Dr. T, is it TJ, T, T, oh, <laughs> I've been listening to her from about 2018, 2019. And her um, ministry is called um, God's Chosen Vessel. Um, Lindsay is Dr. Lindsay. And she was saying that, what she was saying is that it's a time that we have to declare victory over our life. Because the battle's gonna be won by what we speak. And she said the um the pe God is gonna give you a word, and the people that he is the word that he'll give you, the people that it'll come from, is not necessarily who you think it would come from. Yeah, it's not necessarily who you think it would come from. 
but God has given them that word to give to you that you know it's time to fight. <laughs> because she gave an example that there was a woman that was there was a it was a woman that was a Christian and she she felt that it was time for her to you know, you know um going to stop enrich what she's got already she felt that it was time for her to add something probably add something else to her portfolio put it that way and she approached the other woman that was a um a christian to who i think who had the knowledge of what probably she wanted to know i think that's yes i think that's what that she what she was trying to say who had the knowledge of what she wanted to know she wanted to improve what and but that person that uh, that person started to the way she was acting towards the person kind of it was as if she felt belittled by that person that was a christian as well and she ended up um going to somebody that wasn't a christian but knew knew what she wanted to to improve in and she just said to her, yeah, oh, what do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. Come on then. Let's get on with it then. And she was saying, in this season, don't always expect that it's the people that you, well, we can break it down this way. In this season, don't always expect that it's the people that, that that's around you and the people that you expect to want the best for you are going to give you the right information. God, But God is going to make sure that you get it. And when you get it from that person that he's going to send to give it to you, you'll know definitely that it's from him. Because sometimes I found out really that sometimes, sometimes some Christians like to, to hold other Christians down. Because sometimes They'll, they'll see that God has put something in you that just needs, probably just needs sharpening. And there'll be courses that you can go on to do it. And sometimes they're free courses that the church offers. But they'll put everybody on <laughs> except you. Because the devil's just been telling them to hold you back. And... You have to be willing to fight for your spiritual inheritance as well. Yes. Because there's, there's people that um, won't like you. Not because, not, because you've done, not because you've done them anything. But just because the devil has told them to be against you. And even though they're in a Christian's environment... They still haven't renewed, haven't renewed their mind, and it's all about, it's all about family, friends, people that they like, and and the circle that they're in. And if you're not in that circle, you get left out. But that's when God gives you the wisdom, knowledge, and gives you people that will help you on your way to sharpen what what is put in you to achieve what you need to achieve. 
God doesn't want us to give up on our inheritance, whatever may be, may be. Is it a ministry that is that that was stolen? Is it a prayer group? Is it a prayer like with a family? Is it a this? Is it something that was left to you in a will or not in a will? Whatever it was, whatever the enemy has stolen, Father said, fight for it. Fight for it. And get his counsel. Fight for it. Use Proverbs 3, verse 5. Yes, because I realize that there's some opportunities that we can, we can miss. Because we get frustrated about life. There's some relationships that we could have had that would have been a blessing to us. And the enemy stepped in in certain ways and it was ended. And in the end, the person that, that the person missed out on having you as a blessing in their life, because sometimes they're still, they're still searching for that, for that woman that to add to their life. And you were the woman that, that uh, they let slip away. Sometimes it's a man that he lets, let slip away. We have to fight for the things of God. We're not going to fight for, we're not, you're not going to fight for what? Is it going to be a blessing to you? If it was a relationship and <laughs> if it was a relationship and it was abusive and everything and all that, you're not going to fight for that. That's not, that wasn't stolen from you. God freed you from that. But anything else that was rightfully yours as your inheritance, what belonged to you, your children, your children, your family, and, and you watched it get watch it getting stolen and it's still there that you can get back father says get your people who pray let them pray and go to war go to war go to war don't give up on your inheritance because it is yours and why why should why should we allow people to steal from us Sometimes it's, it's relationships that parents have with children. Sometimes they've stopped, they, 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 they have a relationship. Sometimes they get married and their wife is disrespectful and it affects the, and it affects the relationship of the parent. The, the enemy, and they've had good relationships together before. The enemy steals and and the, the enemy will steal in a way that the people that is getting stolen from, they, they don't even see it. They see the other per the person that's, that's causing the problem. They don't even see that person is causing the problem because the devil don't, doesn't make, the enemy doesn't make them see it. They think that it's them and that person against the world because everybody else is fighting them. And all, <laughs> and all somebody's trying to tell them, is that you can't allow this person in your life to be so disrespectful to you and your family. And they think that, ah, they want to do this, they want to do that. But it's a devil stealing relationships again. Don't let the devil steal what God has blessed you with. The, the, the Bible says, the Lord says that children are a blessing from him and 
whatever is a blessing from God, the devil is always going to make you want to make you think that it's not. Father God is serious about property because he tells you that he doesn't even like you to move the boundary line where what divides properties. I, somebody was saying the other day that um, this lady, I think she's in the night, she's an older lady anyway, and her neighbours seems as if to say they want to take a part of her land to build a garage. It's somewhere that she's always had as her garden, but they're saying that it, it, it's, that's part of their garden. And because, she, because she's elderly and whoever she has around her has not taken on her case and she's trying to get in contact with the solicitors and it seems as if they're not taking on her case either. And it's as if to say she's left. Because there's people that don't want to see anybody else prosper. There's people, you know what it is? Sometimes there's people, there's a, sometimes there's people that there's a race of people that people will feel that um, they're hard workers. Uh, they've got this because they're hard workers and they do this, that, this, that. And it's not, it's not um, just wanting for themselves. It's, it's well, how could I put it? Holy Spirit, help me. It's not that the, it's not that um, the way that they're looking at it. It's not of a, a good mindset. It's not that you just, it's not that you just want to improve yourself in life. It's that you don't want to see anybody else from another race or another person succeed and you'll try to grab everything and even if they have it if they have it you you'll try to you want to buy it off them you you uh, you, you want to run them out of town if they have their shop and then you go beside their you go beside their shop Cut your prices and everything just to close them down. That, that's not. That's not fighting for your inheritance. That's that's being uh, spiteful. God has given each and every one of us. The power to create wealth. And God wants each and every one of us. To work to our best potential. And sometimes. The motive that, that make people want to succeed. Is not a godly one. It's not a godly one. It's a motive of want to see other people. Defeated. Homeless. Not living a, a productive life. And that's not right. That's not God. And sometimes the, thing that, the things that people praise people for. To say, oh, they came over from such and such a place. And oh, they didn't have this and they didn't have that. And now they've got this and that. And, but the, sometimes the way they get it is by stand, stepping on other people. And stopping other people from succeeding when they could have. 
sometimes people don't like to see peop other people of different races succeed. And it's not right because it's not God. You hear of a story in, um, in America that there, there was this black community that were very successful. They had their banks, they had their this, they had their that. And they got destroyed, burned out. And sometimes, sometimes people make it seem as if to say some group, there's some race of people that they don't want to work, they don't want to do this, they don't want to do that. They don't want to succeed. But it's not that. It's that people st stock things against them. Probably the area that they live, the postcode that they live under, the zip code that they live under. People automatically think that those people shouldn't succeed. That's not right. When people come over, go to places and they succeed, that's because they, they get help. They get help. Yeah, they do. And sometimes they get demonic help as well. Hmm. It's not godly help sometimes. Sometimes it's demonic. They sell their souls to get what they have. This wasn't my <laughs> this wasn't my conversation, but it's obviously the Holy Spirit is saying it. Because sometimes people get spoken against, talked down, make it seem as if to say they're not worth anything. But it's just a battle that the devil has put up against them. But Father said, fight for your inheritance. Fight for your inheritance. You are worth just the same as anyone else. God didn't make any group of people and said that you are supposed to succeed. You are supposed to fail. No. Because Jesus said, all those who are ever laden, come to me. He calls everyone to come. So that simply means he wants everyone to be living their best life. But because of prejudice and, and, and a caste system that even makes people in a country that because you're of this caste, because your complexion is a bit dark, because you're this, you're, you're, you're less than us. Men have a nerve though. To stay to God's creation. The same God that made you. Made you lesser than he made me. No. God comes against that. That is not of God. Thank you Holy Spirit. If it had to be said. Somebody has to hear it. Somebody has to hear it. And it's revelation for me too. Because sometimes we all get in the mode that we're judging people. Or saying these people are this, these people are that, these people are this. And we're not too. Because we don't know the reason why that person's on the street. We don't know the reason why that person lost their home. We don't know the reason why this happened. We don't know the reason why that happened. It's a story. It's a story. It's a story. You see, sometimes we meet people at certain stages of their life when they've already gone through the battle and you see them with the prize. And, and sometimes people say, oh, they're this, they go on a different night, they go on this way, that way. No, 
they don't. It's, it, they've had to fight a battle. And this is what the prize that they get after fighting that battle. It's not because they think they're better than anybody else. It's not because they think this and that. But it's because God has seen the fight that they've put on. And that, that in the ring. God has seen the fight that they put in the, on in the ring. And there were times that they felt like <laughs> thrown in the towel. But, they, but there was something inside of them. That was spurring them on. So when you see. When you see somebody. In living in that area. With that house. With that business. With that car. It's not because. They don't anything illegal to get there. It's because of hard work. Because sometimes. When people see a race of people getting something. They're always thinking. Oh they did this to get that. They did this to that. That. Well, if they did that to get that, the other person could have done it as well. Because we start to label certain people as being the only ones that do this, the only one that, do, that does that. And that's not the truth. Because sin, <laughs> sin affects everyone. There's, there's no race that's immune from sin. And God wants us to just appreciate people for who they are. Encourage people. Don't look down on people. Wherever they are. Whether they're on the sidewalk. Begging. Don't. Don't. Don't do anything against them. I heard a story the other day. And it was a preacher who was saying it. And he said somebody said to him. That what I give. I can't remember what it was. I give the homeless people, I give um, people certain courage or certain things that probably that's not in use anymore. Something like that. And I thought to myself, that's not right. Why would you, why would you do something like that? And then you're going to tell a, a, a pastor that. That's not right. And if you're a Christian, that's not Christian. If you can't, if you can't, if you feel that God hasn't put in your heart to give somebody something and you haven't got it to give them or whatever. Don't give them counterfeit or anything that's of no use to them. Why are you doing that for? What you, why are you doing that? Sometimes people are, are low enough already. They don't, need you to, they don't need you to push them any lower. Yeah, they don't need you to push them any lower. They're already at, they're already at their, their lowest point. What they need is for you to lift them up. Because I know, look, I was thinking the other day, <laughs> around my kitchen sink, and I was saying that, out, you know, out of the most hopeless situation can come the most blessing. Because I don't know if, sometimes, if you give a, a, a homeless person, a person on the street that, that's um, asking for something. Whether it's a... And because the, 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 the preacher was saying before, even if you bring a bottle, have a bottle of water with you, have something with you that you can give, that you can give them. Because sometimes some people say, if they're going to take my money to buy drugs, give them water, give them something that they can use. And I was thinking that sometimes when you give, when you do give them something, 
and the blessing that comes out of their mouth. They'll say, God bless you. Thank you. And it, 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 it revives your soul. And then you look and you just say, their situation and the way they look may look rough. But God has put a word on their mouth to bless you. And when you bless someone, you bless yourself at the same time. Because the thing that they say to you becomes a blessing. Becomes a blessing. God wants us to stop labeling people. To be there as his hands and feet. Loving people out of whatever situation they may be in. Because I remember I remember listening to someone. We have we have a generation that said that the Wimbush generation that came over to the UK in nineteen forty eight or fifty that time, they came from the islands, Jamaica. They came from all all the islands in the Caribbean because that they weren't independent. The, the islands still belonged to the UK, and they were invited to come over. Yeah, they were invited to come over to um to build the country up after the war because it was damaged, it, you know, and a lot of men had died in the war. So they needed the labor force to come. They needed nurses. They needed all different qualified people as well. They needed people to come. And they needed laborers as well. So they needed all different qualification laborers, whatever you could do. They just needed help. And the people came. And sometimes you hear the story about the people. Sometimes you hear that people say that the money that they were earning in the country that they came from, they were better off than when they came. But they, you know, they wanted a change. And, you know, sometimes people make you feel that certain streets are paved with gold. And in the end, they came over, some, they brought the children over. And for some reason, the government, the UK government changed the law and it's to say you had to have a um, British citizenship or something to be able to get any anything from the country to be able to work, to be able to stay. And it seems as if to say, even though if you had come over that time when you invi they invited you, you would have had a right to be in the country. And it, it so happened that they really... They took away certain benefits and certain money from people uh, from the, who may have been children of those people that came over. And there was they did a document. They, I think it was on the news. And there was this, one, this man there. And he was saying that um, when the government took away the money, I think he had children as well. The government took away the money, that, that, um, the benefits that they used to be getting. And... He said that for, to get electricity or gas in the house, to get food, he had to go out and beg. And it was money that he got begging, that he could have electricity, that he could buy food. So sometimes that made me look at things differently as well. That sometimes it's not because people are, are wanting to buy drugs or anything like that. Sometimes it's people that genuinely, for whatever reason, don't have any money to buy food and the necessities and things that they need. And this issue now with the with the Wimbush, 
it's been turned around in such a way that some of these people are bringing the government to court and they're being paid sums of money because the way they dealt with them was wrong. And they've also, I think it was Prince Charles, well, he's King Charles now, I think he said portraits had to be done of some of these people. There were nurses, people that came to work with the elderly, all different people. They've got portraits hanging in Buckingham Palace now for this generation, the Wimbush generation, that was before they, they weren't celebrated and they're celebrated now. So that's their inheritance. God always makes sure that you get what you deserve. So that's why it's good to sow good seeds. Sow good seeds. Because God, God will not be mocked. What you sow, you will reap. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for what you wanted us to hear. <laughs> Father God, what started off as getting our inheritance went into something else that you, you know that somebody needs to hear. Father God, we thank you for your goodness, oh Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your keeping care. We thank you for those who are struggling, Father God, of whatever race they may be, who feel that they're seen as hopeless who feel that they're not respected, who feel that they're not cared for. Father God, we pray that you help them to get back their inheritance, which is their dignity. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you, Father God, that you're a God that cares for us, that you care for the brokenhearted. Father God, you said in your word, you came to set the captives free. So Father God, we thank you that you come to heal the sick, and mend the broken hearted and set the, the prisoners free. Father God, we thank you for your goodness today, Father God. We thank you, Father God, wherever healing is needed, Father God, that you will send forth healing. Wherever love is needed, wherever joy is needed, wherever peace is needed, wherever finances is needed, Father God, wherever brokenness, a relationship is needed to be repaired, we ask you, Lord, that you do what only you can do. And as we look to you, O oh Lord, we thank you for all that you are doing in our life and that you continue to do it, that you watch over us, that you guide us, that you protect us, that you help us to walk in destiny and purpose. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And also, Father God, you said that salvation is, is free to us, but Jesus paid the price of the cross. But if we believe that Jesus is the Son of God and he came and died on the cross, that our sins could be forgiven and we could get back in the relationship that we had with the Father before God, Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. That we could should come to the Father and ask him to forgive us our transgressions, Father God, and we repent of all that we have done wrong before, Father God, and we want to join back the family to be reconciled to you, to have that relationship that we had before when you would come and speak to us. Father God, we pray that you help us, Father God, to walk in the newness of life. And when we say this prayer, we repent of what we've done before. God will move us from darkness into his perfect light. And we help us to find a Bible-believing church where we get to learn the scriptures. You get baptized. Give, yeah, you get baptized to show everyone that you have died with Christ and you have been risen with Christ. And it's no longer you that live but Christ. In us, the hope of glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And I'd just like to close in 
with some, it's, it's at the top, it says guidance for the young, but I think this is ageless guidance for each and every one. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Father God, we come to you today, Father God, and we acknowledge you and we ask you to direct our path. And even when we don't truly understand what you have, the pathway that you have for us, Father God, help us to walk, continue to walk on it because we know that we'll reach the destination and the plan that you have for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Blessed and Free 63. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. I don't take it for granted. I know that this is a ministry that the Lord has given me. And I want to do it to the best of my ability. And whenever God gives me a word, I'll come on and I'll share it. Because it's also a word for me. But he wants us to not, not to be fighting the battles that we should have won. Again. But he wants us to have fight for our inheritance. And know what is ours and to speak with authority into the situation and take back what the enemy has stolen. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a blessed day. Love you all.